1: What a day for Canada at the Olympics as we've been telling you the women's soccer team made history by reaching the Olympic final for the first time and beat Sweden on penalty kicks after the teams were tied at one at the end of regulation and extra time to take home the gold just watching the highlights again right now and have goosebumps and by doing so Quinn becomes the first openly transgender non-binary athlete to win Olympic gold Quinn is a midfielder on on the team, in a tweet, they wrote, "I want to make sure kids keep playing sports. For me, that's been so important." Now, these games have been unprecedented for LGBTQ visibility and inclusion, with as many as 182 LGBTQ athletes participating. Joining us this afternoon is Marnie Panis, an Edmonton-based Canadian certified inclusion professional, trans advocate, and athlete. Marnie, welcome back to 6:30, Chad
0: I am so. So excited to be here, Jay Lynn. What an amazing day. Congrats Team Canada
1: my goodness I know you were up uh, same as I was this morning watching the game what was going through your mind Marnie
0: oh my gosh you know it's just um, yeah waking up at six o'clock and I was uh, watching every second of it and it was so exciting to to see the team and I tell you very early on in the game um, Nigel who was the announcer when we're talking about Quinn um, commenting that they will be the first to, to win a medal and just hearing Nigel use the pronouns of they them to to talk about Quinn is you know I, I all I could do was just picture <laughs> The, so many young people watching this and saying, you know what, that could be me one day. And just that validation, that, oh my gosh, my heart, died. that's actually where I got the most emotion, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Marty, when we talk about the use of proper pronouns, the importance of it, why is it so important?
0: Well, it tells people that I hear you, I believe you, you're welcome here, we respect you. You know, all of those things that often people don't get told enough of and honestly it's more than about our pronouns it's about believing us when we tell you who we are Mm -hmm. and and it's that's such a long way you know that's such an important piece
1: absolutely an important piece and and we talked about it earlier to to hear that announcer use uh they them it it was really i think uh it's such an important moment because i think oh my gosh we've come a long way but we still have a long way to go
0: yeah yeah it's true i mean you can't underscore the power of words in a moment like that but to your point yeah we do have a long ways to go because i mean i'm busy looking at some of the social media today reading Mm -hmm. some of the comments and i tell you there's so much transphobia and hate out there still about quinn about these stories and that part breaks my heart if you start looking at those things that's why this is important that's why we got to talk about this and and also you know quinn at at, at the end of the day this is a team sport Mm -hmm. and you don't get to a gold medal game you don't get to the olympics but being an amazing team that is supportive of every player on that team and that in itself should send a message well beyond the power of sport but into the workplace into school into society that when you can truly create an environment where people can everybody can bring their whole selves to whatever that environment it is we all become
1: champions. Well and, and, and it is so important and it has to start early Marnie because we know that that kids who are, aren't comfortable aren't in a safe and safe environment when it comes to sport oftentimes won't continue.
0: No, absolutely. I think it was EGAL that had a study that's the, um, uh, uh, an organization in Canada for a sport of LGBTQ2S plus people. I think uh, if I read a, a stat properly that 12% of trans students were discouraged from even participating in school sports. We, you know, They drop out early, they don't uh, uh, or, or if they are participating experience you know, intolerance and, and, and bullying, so they don't participate at all and we're less likely to participate. So even for uh, and, and we think of all, a number of other barriers to get to an elite level access Mm -hmm. to funding access to sponsorship access to coaching you know trans people and non-binary people are already starting at 10 meters behind the starting line of any race any way of life and so to get to this place is already an accomplishment let alone to win a gold medal
1: marnie panis joining me this afternoon marnie we we hear oftentimes in this conversation that transgender athletes shouldn't be allowed to compete because let's say for example um they might have uh, a leg up on other athletes <laughs> what do you say to that
0: well it's interesting because i myself being an athlete i did compete in the world masters games in uh, in edmonton 2005 and i i was reflecting on my one bronze medal that i ever won in my life in that race and i think about that, you know anecdotally from my own personal experience um i i that i I do follow double AF rules, so then I had to declare my gender, be on hormone therapy for a number of years, being able to prove my testosterone levels, and I can tell you, I've never gotten even anywhere near that, personally, but the research is also very clear. After about a year of hormone therapy, any advantage is is mostly gone. And the thing is, you know, we we look at, um, when we have these restrictive policies, Mm. they hurt all women there are a lot of women who were penalized for being too good Mm. at the olympics and and you know at the end of the day quinn won and is is amazing but there's still a lot of people who still can't play and we can't uh you know when we say we all can play we can't do that until we truly all can play and so that's what we have to think about
1: so marnie you know we the olympics have brought this conversation it has brought visibility how do we continue to capitalize on this to make meanif- meaningful change when it comes to let's talk about your team sports or individual sports when it comes to coaches when it comes to teachers where do where does that have to start
0: yeah the conversations like this are absolutely important start to break down the myths because you're right you know a lot of uh, when we talk about that notion of fairness again you know we we look at michael phelps who's like size 17 um, seat we we think that's a gift oh well, wow what a what extraordinary gift we look at Usain Bolt who has a foot longer foot stride as compared to any competitor that he's ever run again what a great what a great gift and then we have cisgender women and other women who have too high testosterone levels they're penalized for that mm-hmm. those aren't gifts Mm-hmm. You know, and at the end of the day, when you get to something like the Olympics, you're one percent of one yeah. percent of one percent. So you're already um, on the outskirts of, of of society.
1: I think it's really important uh, that that coaches are educated, that are educated, that uh, that uh, team leaders are are educated, and that and that we that we speak up as well, and we and we take a stand, and we and we say no, this this is what's happening.
0: That's right. We have to challenge, you know, we, we don't have to look even that, that, that far outside of Alberta, looking at our own athletics association. They have not adopted inclusive policies. They still use some very old policies that are very restrictive. And so we need to start questioning these things. We need to start holding people to, to better standards.
1: Marnie Panis is joining me this afternoon. Before I let you go, my friend, um, when you were listening to the team sing O oh Canada today...
0: Wow, that was just it just brought a, a, a great number of emotions already just watching all of them lined up and then there was that moment where we say all of us command and I thought this is why we <laughs> changed the lyrics <laughs> and i was so proud of them all of them all the women and quinn um you know it's just such a proud moment for all canadians particularly for lgbtq plus people but even more so for those youth who are watching. When you think about 20 years, mm-hmm. what what the women have done for sport and for soccer in Canada, that will be that moment for for trans and non-binary youth who are, who watched that game this morning. Represent- that's what warms my heart.
1: Yeah, representation matters, and being able to see yourself at that level. Who knows what that's going to mean for for some kids out there.
0: It, it will change lives. It will change, you know, just having that hope, you know, that you can see yourself on TV. You can see people validating you by using the right names and pronouns, all of those things that says, you know what, that could be me too. And it starts to open up those conversations and give hope. And that's, that's what we need to focus on. You ask, you know, what should we do going forward? Let's continue talking about, uh, about individuals and, and superstars like Quinn mm-hmm. and all the amazing achievements. They happen to also be trans and non-binary. Those are two, you know, and that's an adjective of, thousands that we could apply to Quinn. So let's focus on all of
1: them. Absolutely. Marnie, always great to talk with you. Thanks for joining me this afternoon, my friend.
0: I couldn't be more happier. Thanks, Jalen.